This is the Educational Triage Podcast. Welcome. We invite you to come along with us on an exploration of interviews, issues, and other exciting and relevant topics in education, especially alternative education. They say alternative education is a laboratory for mainstream education. Why? Well, join us every week and listen in as Christy Goodell, Hello. Philip Summers, Aloha. and I, Tony Hunt, jump in feet first to discuss issues that may affect our classes, students, communities, as well as our teaching. Please subscribe if you enjoy and find relevance in what you experience here. And if you haven't left a quick review, please do. We appreciate your candor and insights so we can improve as we move forward. Now, let's see what's on board today. Hi, and welcome back to Educational Triage. This is Tony. You know, a little over a year ago, I was introduced to a new platform for career education. And what struck me was the personalization of it. It was no longer this this monolithic kind of huge thing that kids had to figure out which place to click, what they needed to do in order to get to where. It was something that gave us some perspective. It was something that allowed not only the students, but myself to go in and listen to people talk about their careers so that they would have a better idea. It was about storytelling. And then I met the founder of Wingspans, Dr. Lindsay Kuhn, and she and I had talked a little bit. And uh, I was trying to figure out a way so that we could bring her platform into our schools. But unfortunately, we were so logged into another one that it just wasn't feasibly possible for us to uh, bring her and her platform in, even though people were excited about it. We had some meetings. But for those of you that are not completely locked in, for those of you who are looking for something that's engaging, for, and I'm not going to be pushing products at people. I'm trying to find alternatives to people for you to take a look and to see and to maybe try things out because that's what we're about, what's best for the student and what's going to be best for uh, everybody in our programs and to constantly look and to be able to have dialogues. So this week, if you would join me in welcoming Dr. Lindsay Kuhn, you're going to learn a lot and I think you're going to be impressed. And so... I am here in the studio with Dr. Lindsay Kuhn, and this is wonderful to have you here. Um, thank you yes. for joining us. Thank you for having me. Oh, yeah. So you are the founder and the director and pretty much everything else for Wingspans. Is that correct? I wouldn't say I'm everything else, but um, I, I definitely um, do a lot. I, I am the founder of Wingspans. Um, I have a team of other people that work with me, um, including Alex Chiclana, who's our lead engineer. 
Um, we have educators and journalists and some interns as well. Okay, great. So before we get into about you and and the genesis, I suppose, of Wingspans, um, what is Wingspans for our audience so they know what they're getting into? Yes. So Wingspans is a web platform that helps a new generation of workers find careers that uplift them while solving critical labor challenges. And you do this through? We do this through um, our platform, which is um, wingspans.com. Okay. And it's videos, interviews. It is. So it's, I remember you and I having a chat and I called it a field trip. Yes, I love that. And I actually used that language when I was talking to other educators to describe that, to describe wingspans to Mm -hmm. them. Because you said, I remember you saying, you took a look at wingspans. I showed you behind the scenes because right now a lot Mm -hmm. of it's um, behind a subscription wall. We partner with schools and um, it's subscription basis. And so I took you behind the scenes and you said, you know, compared to other platforms, yours feels like a field trip. And I really Mm -hmm. love that. But the idea is, um, you know, students cannot go into a field that they don't even know exists. And at the same time, companies are struggling to get um, the new generation of workers hired and placed into jobs so the companies can innovate and grow. And so there's this disconnect. And what Wingspans is doing is we're bridging this gap in a very innovative way that combines technology and then also storytelling. And storytelling is a critical piece of what we're doing um, because this generation, they love to consume stories and content to help them understand the world. And we, you know, we want to meet them where they are. So when a student goes in here, they can scour and find, I remember there were pipe fitters. There were, I mean, yeah. there there's a whole plethora right. of different occupations that there a student are. can can investigate and they when they look at let's say let's take the pipe fitter because Mm -hmm. that's the one that's more fresh on my mind and so when he's speaking can you tell us exactly what they do so they don't say hi i'm harry the pipe fitter this is what i do yeah so the idea is um we we just we tell stories, we tell career stories. And so we want um, we want the career exploration process to be very human, very personalized. And so when we interview somebody about what they're doing, we mm-hmm. want to also capture, you know, who is this person? And, um, you know, why do they wake up in the morning? We want them to just be real people. And it's really funny because I interviewed... Um, I interviewed Jeff O'Kelly, who I think is the pipe fitter that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. He was working on the Brown University um, engineering building. And he starts off by, you know, he tells his story and, and why he got into pipe fitting. So he was in the Navy um, and he just loved to work with his hands. And while he was in the Navy, he got into welding. So then when he got out of the Navy, welding and pipe fitting was just a natural transition. Um, but while he's talking about himself, he says something like, you know, I'm 50 years old. Um, I'm a pipe fitter for local, you know, 125, whatever it is. And um, so I gave, I love his story. I love, he's just so real. Um, He really talks about, you know, 
he's just he's just so real um and he really i I really feel a connection when he's talking about what he does um and it really gives me this whole new perspective you know i didn't know what a pipe fitter was before i talked before before i met him Mm -hmm. and so i showed i was interviewing somebody else i was interviewing a nurse practitioner and i sent her jeff o'kelly's um video as an example of what we would be doing. And so I start the interview with her. And the first thing she says to me is, um, do I have to tell you my age? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, no, no, you don't have to tell me your age. Um, it was really funny that that was what mm-hmm. she remembered. Um, but the idea is, you know, they're just very real. And a lot of times what gets a student interested is something that you wouldn't expect. So, um, you know, they might something that they can like relate to. Um, and so the person, you know, Jeff O'Kelly, he was saying that he went first, first went into the Navy because he loves the water. He grew up in Rhode Island and, you know, he just, he thinks he, he chose the Navy because he just loves the water. Mm-hmm. And so somebody else, you know, a young person can be sitting there thinking like, Oh, I love the water too. You know, maybe, maybe I should like listen a little harder and like look into pipe fitting. A lot of times it's not, you know, we, we try to create all of these hooks for students and um, we've really become experts in telling stories that resonate with youth and resonate with this generation. So that's what we do really well. And right now we have about 700 stories. We have written stories and then also video stories. And these stories are organized into the other uh, about 10,000 pages on the platform. So organized into career pages, school pages, major pages, company pages. And this, and the narrator or the storyteller, we'll call them, I guess, um, they also tell you what are the downsides. So they tell you mm-hmm. everything. So they're pretty real when they're talking to you. It's not a sales pitch. Right. No, these are not sugarcoated. Every now and then we interview someone and it sounds like a sales pitch and we trash that story. I have to say, I hate to say it. Um, we, we don't use it. We don't put it on the platform because we want people to be real and relatable and, you know, provide information that they can't get, that these students can't get elsewhere. You know, if these people are like, are talking about what they do in a very salesy way, that sounds generic. Um, Mm -hmm. we don't, it's not useful. And so we don't include it on, on our platform. And so what, you know, the stories that we have on our platform, they're all strong. They're all like very curated in the sense that we have, they have to accomplish a certain goal. They have to be very authentic. And in terms of, you know, in terms of talking about, it's important to talk about the, the downsides of a career because we want students to really understand what they're getting into. So really go into a field with open eyes. And when I give uh, when I give educators a tour of the platform, I often take them to our veterinarian page. So it's our veterinarian career page that has an aggregate of career stories. And we have Martin. I love this page because um, we have Martin who's been in the field for 30 years. Um, he's a, I guess you would say like a, you know, a veteran, veterinarian. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then we have Danny Lopez, who's um, just getting into the field. She is a vet tech who's applying to vet school. So we have those very different perspectives. But the reason why I like to bring them, I like to bring people to this page is because 
Danny is so real. So a lot of students might think they love animals. They love dogs. They love, you know, puppies, especially or Mm -hmm. kittens. And they might think they want to be a veterinarian. But Danny talks about the ick factor. So she talks about the blood and the, you know, emotional toll that um, you have to be able to endure as a veterinarian. and, and there's just this ick factor that we want students to know about. It's important to know about before you go into a field so you don't waste all of this time studying something and then realize it's actually not, you know, waste time and and money and, and then realize it's not the right field for you. Mm-hmm. I have, you know, I, I always think about one of my friends from college. She went to dental school, so she incurred, you know, a lot of debt going to dental school and a lot of time four years later. And she realized, I think, as soon as she started practicing that it just wasn't the right field for her because it didn't she physically she didn't like the way, you know, she didn't like the way it felt um, to like be in a small room all day, you know, and so and and lean over. I think it hurt her back. And, And so these are things that we want people to talk about. In, in terms of that, you know, to consider, um, so they know what they're getting into, so they don't waste time or their money, right? And go into debt for nothing. yes, right? You know, yeah. So, so just jumping onto that, what did she end up doing? Do you know what? I think she went into public health, but I haven't been updated. Um, oh. in the past 10 years. So I'm not sure. <laughs> or maybe actually the past five years, I would say. Oh, okay. I'm not sure what she's doing now, um, but I think she went into public health. And that doesn't pay well. So she's right. got those. <laughs> wow. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so this is also a cautionary tale as to before you sign off the papers for a student loan. Right. And to go into debt for something, yeah. make sure you know what you're doing. Exactly. Right. And have a better idea and maybe find a job shadow, do some informational interviewing mm-hmm. or something like that. Right. Correct? And that's that's really what Wingspans is. Wingspans is the information. We do the informational interviews for for students so they can mm-hmm. go on to Wingspans and see, you know, with very little effort, see all these informational interviews um, and then go from there. So it's a really good place for them to start. Right. And then you're also connected to businesses. We are. We're connecting to companies. Yes. And how does that look from the students' viewpoint? Mm-hmm. So those stories are integrated into Wingspans as well. And the idea is we want to connect. We want students to know the huge, like beautiful range of opportunities that are out there. Mm-hmm. But we also want them to, you know, specifically know which jobs are marketable, which jobs are currently in demand. And so that's really the company co- connecting them to industry. That's really why we have that company piece there. Mm-hmm. And so their stories, we want them to, you know, just like, you know, say they're going into a, you know, going to be a dentist or they're going to work for a company. We want them to know what that company culture is like. We want them to hear from real people at the company. And, and so so they know what they're getting into. So all of those stories are tied into, they're aggregated from a, from a company on, on a company page. So a student can see, first of all, like the range of opportunities at that company, mm-hmm. um, understand the culture. Um, is, and I'm going to take it that that too is not sugar-coated? That too is not sugar coated. 
Um, they and we usually we do use um, our same approach to storytelling. Um, the messaging is, you know, is is kind of has to be approved many times by their marketing department. Mm-hmm. But we our storytelling approach is is very authentic. You know, we want to understand they're not reading a script. We want them to speak from the heart, even even from the companies. Right, because the culture for a company can change from department to department, as well as you might have, for example, I'm here in Portland and we have Adidas and we have Nike and we have Reebok here. And so, but mostly Adidas and, and Nike and they're big campuses. And so bouncing from one to the other here might be very, very different as far as how people interface with each other, what the competition factor is within mm-hmm. that realm, that domain. Right. So, um, so what kinds of companies do you have that are on your platform that students can look at if they're interested? Yeah. So we're just starting to build up that piece. Mm-hmm. We were focusing more on the the other content um, right. up to this point and, and getting, you know, figuring out how to best engage students and developing the content. Um, but we are focusing on um, high school and community college students primarily right. using using the platform right now. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, we're focusing, uh, the companies we're focusing on are construction manufacturing, IT, telecom, you know, including telecom and healthcare companies. So businesses that are pretty universal as far as Mm -hmm. where students might actually want to go, because I know that a lot of my students want to go into construction. I've had students who started their own companies and um, one of them was just here looking at my roof. And I said, what happened to your company? And he said, oh, man. He said, I was not prepared for anything in starting my Mm -hmm. own company. Yes. He said, it was so much work. I was up on the roof. I was out getting people. I was doing office hours. He said, I spent more time. I can relate. Yes. Yes. He he said, there was so much work. He said, I was exhausted and I wasn't getting enough sleep. I wasn't getting enough food. Mm -hmm. And he said, it was just my dad and I. And um, finally, he said, I would rather go to work for somebody and not be up on the roof, but be able to do all this other. And so he's found his niche and he loves it. He loves it. He really does. He said, maybe down the road, I'll start my own company. But Mm -hmm. for now, he's just listening and he's learning because he thought it would be so easy to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and I do have a lot of students who say that they want to be entrepreneurs but they don't even have the first idea of what they want to do. Mm-hmm. They said, Oh, I'll just, I'll just start my own business doing what? Yeah. Well, you know, just start my own business. It's just like, you, you got to have an idea. You have to have a concept. That's Definitely. different. And, and well, what I learned, so for those students, um, cause I kind of did things a little bit backwards, I would, so, uh, I would do, you know, come up with that idea and then you need to do that customer discovery to figure out if you have a customer who will pay for it. Right. And then only when you figure out that you have that customer, then should you move forward? Um, you know, I built wingspans. I did it backwards in the sense that I built wingspans before I did that customer discovery, um, 
before I really figured out, you know, what else is out there? Um, you know, I, as an entrepreneur, I learned that I did things a little bit backwards. So let's get into the genesis of Wingspans and let's mm -hmm. go with your story. So let's go back to the beginning so we know, so our listeners can know more about who you are and how you actually came upon this wonderful idea. Yeah. So I, I don't know when, where to start, but uh, I'll start with uh, when I was in college. Mm -hmm. I studied, I, I've always had a passion for storytelling and I majored in English and then also mechanical engineering. And um, after college, I, I was an engineer designing airplanes and satellites in, in California. And I came back to uh, New England to get a PhD in, um, in material science. And while I was getting a PhD, I had a fellowship, which required me to spend a sliver of my time teaching in a local school. And it was really in this moment that I realized the incredible gap this incredible visibility gap and the problems that we would face if, um, you know, to create this future of work that we all want. So this is one where like people have careers that uplift them and that are the right fit for them and that where companies have the labor that they need. Mm -hmm. and, and so I, I used this, I was part of this. It was, it was funded through the NSF, the National Science Foundation. Uh, the fellowship and I, it was a two year fellowship. And the second year of that fellowship, I started to, to build wingspans. Okay. And you did it backwards. Yes. So, so tell us about that. So I started, you know, I didn't have any entrepreneurial experience. I was an engineer and, and, and I had this storytelling, this like passion for storytelling. And so I just started um, telling these stories and, and interviewing people. And uh, I built a team with other graduate students and everybody started um, collecting these stories from their lives. And that's really how it started. There were, um, it was easy to build my team with other volunteers initially because uh, I think because they all recognized the problem. The problem was pretty universal um, and and, and, you know, in the sense of this visibility gap and not knowing what's out there and not knowing exactly what a job is like, they ever, you know, it was really easy to build this team and get other people to work on it with me and volunteer to work on this with me at the beginning. So we did that. And then I remember I was building wingspans while I was getting a PhD. And my dad said to me, if you're going to do something, you should do it well. And that's when I started, that's when I decided to, you know, really um, pour more of my energy and resources. And I decided, yes, I'm going to do it well. And, and when it really started to come together. And so did, had you already looked at the other platforms? You know, that's the part that was, that was a little backwards. I built something that um, I felt like these students that I was working with needed. Mm -hmm. And I, this was back in, you know, I, I started this back in, uh, I haven't been, I wasn't doing it full time, but it was back in 2011 and 12, I think, or 12 and 13. So it was a long time ago. Uh, and I, I didn't, you know, 
understand the idea of customer customer discovery at the time. I just knew I identified this this need and I started building something that I, I thought these students could really use and that, you know, um, that was really, really powerful and inspiring to me as well. And so did you, so after you began doing this and you figured that you needed to figure out who your customer base was, mm-hmm. how did that change yeah, your so, approach? Yes, I, so I defended my PhD in 2019 mm-hmm. and have been working on wingspans full-time since then and and doing, learning those entrepreneurial skills. I was part of, I've been very um, lucky to be part of these accelerator programs, including um, Mass Challenge Accelerator. Uh, then I was part of uh, the Capital Network Fellowship out of Boston, which was for women founders. And then more recently, I was part of Dorigo Labs Accelerator out of Maine. And so along the way, I got these entrepreneurial skills and um, I learned about customer discovery and, um, you know, and, and, and picking up all these different skills that you need to be a a founder, such as sales and marketing and product management and um, pitching and telling your own story. And and so so this past year, what I've been doing, we relaunched the platform a little over a year ago. So it was March 20. We we rebuilt the platform from scratch and relaunched it in March 2021. And last year, I kind of spent the year, spent the summer definitely doing this customer discovery with different demographics. I spoke to um, educators and, you know, starting with the educator side and only recently moving to the the employer side. Um, And so I I spoke to people at community colleges. I spoke to people at colleges. I spoke to people at private schools and then public schools and charter schools. And so I I did all this customer discovery to figure out where um, it would fit in the best at this moment and and kind of landed on landed on community colleges to start. And it, it's also being used in high schools. And what I like is that there is a connection for, let's say that I go and I look at the vet mm-hmm. and and I can go there and then you have a list of community colleges all around the country Mm -hmm. so that I can take a look and see exactly what their programs look like as well. Yes, we have over 6,000 schools on the platform Mm -hmm. and we include, you know, we have um, all of that basic data in terms of, you know, admissions and um, programs that they offer and, you know, how do you apply? And then when we partner with a school, like a community college or a college, we also tell their alumni stories. So students have really relatable, close-to-home examples of what you can do with a specific major. Oh, okay. And mm-hmm. then... Um... What I like, too, is the fact that it feels a little more personalized than something like, say, Naviance, mm-hmm. which is this, it's big, it's huge, right? but it doesn't give you, it's more cursory, mm-hmm. and this feels far more developed, and I know that you're doing a lot more development with yes. everything, and so my question is, what do you want your customer what do you want the students, let's say, what do you want the students or what do you want the businesses to come away with 
when they first go in and what's going to draw them back in so that they continue to work with this. Mm -hmm. Because let me throw this in. Part of what we do in our program is we uh, have the students constantly go through and look up new careers or new ideas of something that they might be interested in. And then they have to look at what's the need, what's the growth, um, what's the growth, what's the need uh, in different states so they can go there. And then Mm -hmm. what's the knowledge base? What's the skill base? How are they going to get those skills? How are they going to get that? And so I'm just wondering, we have all of that within the context of the program, correct? Within wingspans. Is that what you're asking? Right, right. Yes, yes. And I think having the narration that's there with the story actually gives the students a little more buy-in because that's so much more fascinating and so much more captivating than looking at a just a regular computer screen that just has data with graphics. I I agree. And yes, thank you for saying that. The, you know, the the idea is that storytelling, it's just so powerful and it really like these students can really can really help them shape their idea for their future and and help them see, you know, different possible selves for their, you know, for Mm -hmm. themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's just so powerful um, in, in helping them reimagine their future. And yeah. Have you, do you do some kind of a, some kind of a survey or anything from your users to see where they are, what they might want from it, a little bit more of that as well? We do. We, not all the schools we partner with, um, mm-hmm. but some of them, especially the ones, you know, who, who piloted it for us in the beginning, we give them a survey at the beginning. We give the students a survey at the beginning of the end, the end, and we assess their growth and development and also kind of just see what resonated with them, what didn't resonate with them um, throughout the program. So and, you're and listening. Yes, we're listening and we're seeing, you know, what careers do they want to see? This is why we recently added a handful of game design, video game designers. And, um, you know, I spoke to, I did, there's a, there's a high school in Providence that we work with called The Met. And I went and I spoke to their students um, who were using the platform and they were interested in forensic psychology. I think they watch a lot of shows like CSI. Mm-hmm. And so we added some really cool forensic psychologists to the platform recently um, oh, awesome. And a lot of, you know, it's a lot of it is informed by what the students want to see, what is, you know, what is happening in the market. Um, we just recently piloted, um, I mean, not piloted, but partnered with our first tribal university, which I'm very excited about. Mm-hmm. It's called Navajo Tech in New Mexico. And so we're going to start developing a lot of indigenous, uh, you know, stories featuring indigenous people. And we have our first indigenous women on the platform and she works at Sandia National Labs and she's so fascinating. And it really, it really just opened. I'm so excited for, you know, students who are not, um, you know, not in New Mexico um, to also see these stories and and give, give them perspective on, you know, what happens on reservations still. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. So. That's, that's highly impactful, I think, on mm-hmm. so many different levels too. That's, yeah. that's wonderful. Cause I was going to ask you about how, well, how did you, how did you end up with the tribal school? 
we I would just do some cold outreach by email Mm -hmm. and they responded. And when I started to speak to them, it was just so clear that they have a unique set of challenges that wingspans can really help them with. Um, A lot of their, their specific challenges were that their students oftentimes don't even have the confidence to leave the reservation or see what opportunities are outside Mm -hmm. of the reservation. And so we, you know, wingspans can, um, can really, that's where, that's really where it excels. We can show them what's out there and and also give them the confidence by, by seeing other people who come from similar backgrounds who are doing Mm -hmm. awesome things like Sandra Begay and, and really um, give them that confidence to, to, to explore for themselves and really, you know, not only, you know, not only do what's safe and not only do what their parents tell them to do, but to do something that's really right for them. And, um, yeah. So they can follow their heart, follow Mm -hmm. their gut. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. Where do you see the platform then in five to 10 years? Because it sounds as though things are really coming along and that it's finding its feet. It is. It is. It's, it's, I learned a lot this year. Um, going into, you know, the new school year, we really learned a lot about engagement, um, about what students need um, to help them with their careers, like who we're particularly equipped to help. And in five to 10 years, oh my goodness, I, I really hope that, you know, it helps students see their futures and, and, and find these careers that um, that are right for them and aligned with the market and aligned with mm-hmm. their needs. And then in the employer side, I hope that, you know, I hope we help fill some of their gaping needs, um, gaping hiring needs. I think by, you know, 2030, there's going to be an obscene number of uh, unfilled jobs due to a lack of skilled workers um, if we don't do something about it now. And so we want to, you know, prevent those, prevent those, those, you know, those gaping needs from happening, you know, those thousands of positions of nurses that, you know, that will need to be filled. We, we don't want, we want to, we want to help the employers um, and help the, help the economy, um, direct students and direct the new generation of workers to where the need is the most. Um, here's, here's a question that I hadn't thought of until I was just listening to you. And that is, is it possible for, let's say that I have my top here at my house and I want to do some career exploration with them. Mm-hmm. And is it, is it possible at this point or is it possible in the future that there might be some form of individualized subscription? So we actually have that now. Whoa. Yes. And (laughs) we are, we might phase it. We were thinking of phasing that out because, you know, one of the things I learned as an entrepreneur is you need to be as focused as possible. You just don't have the energy to expend. And it's also in terms of your messaging, you need to make it as focused as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, so there will, we're going to keep it, you know, there will always probably be the opportunity for individuals to sign up. You just go to wingspans.com 
-hmm. and click on individual and you can sign up for a year. Uh, We're going to make it a little, you know, hide that a little more soon. We're changing, we're redesigning the homepage to, to reflect everything we learned this year and, Mm -hmm. and our more specific messaging. But yeah, individuals can can sign up. I've had um, career advisors or you know career counselors in private practice mm-hmm. reach out to use it with their their clients and their patients. Oh, okay. And then because yeah. I, I was also thinking about homeschoolers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then also possibly with micro schools. Right. Yep. So because they're not, they don't have the budgets that say a regular um, public school might have, a mm-hmm. public school district. Yeah. Yep. So. Yeah. I, so, yeah, individuals can, you know, definitely go on there. And just in terms of our pricing for, for public schools, we are, we only charge a nominal fee. Mm-hmm. We want to keep for the schools, we want to keep it really affordable to create accessibility. And so we it's really, it's not per student, it's just per school, and it's a really nominal fee. Oh, okay, perfect, yeah. perfect. And then, um, what is your favorite memory Ooh, from my this favorite. experience? What's, oh. what's, what's, what's a memory that was the most impactful for you hmm. in creating this? Oh, wow. I think... There have been so many. One of the things I, I love to do is to celebrate the everyday person. And so when we make these these videos and these mini documentary films, we're really celebrating, celebrating the everyday person. And it just feels really great. Um, you know, we've we, you know, and we it's something that I remember we we made a, a little film about uh, Latoya Williams, who is a painter, a journeywoman painter for the Providence Housing Authority. And I was able to edit that and get it to her right before Christmas and she could show it to her family. So that was just really exciting. We also, uh, PBS got, we got the attention of PBS who really liked our storytelling Mm -hmm. and video production and we collaborated with them on a grant and developed some videos and and curriculum with them and so it's living on their learning learning management system or learning site right now and so that was that was definitely a highlight you know like producing a film for for pbs was very exciting and we filmed that one in particular we filmed at the state house and so that was exciting and um and uh, just really celebrating, celebrating various people who are not, you know, who deserve to be celebrated. They're not, who are not celebrities, but deserve, you mm-hmm. know, deserve. They're 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 amazing. Deserve to be celebrated. And and then um, and then also helping students really have you know have these aha moments and realize that there's so many possibilities for their future um, another really really awesome part of this is is getting feedback from the students who use the platform and and really helping them have better futures oh yeah perfect that's wonderful news hey um wrapping up because we're running out of time yeah. What is the 
biggest thing you want to leave us with? Oh my goodness. I think that, you know, I think that storytelling, the power of storytelling um, is really huge and that it can really help shape, you know, your idea for the future and that this is a question that, you know, I don't really, I just, I, that there's so many, you know, every person is such a like window, like every story is like a window into a whole world. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's so many different worlds, so many different possibilities. And I just want students to know that there's just, it's, it's just, there's so much out there. Yeah. And they can explore it freely and, yeah. and more and more and more as you get more of those stories on there. Yeah. You have more participants. Now, are, do you, how do you get your, how, I forgot to ask this one. How do you get your interviews? Oh, we, have a team. We're very strategic about it. We have a list of careers that we want to cover and get a lot of different perspectives in those various fields. So that's one of the ways that we get these stories. And then another way we get the stories is when we partner with a school or or a company, we tell their stories. We tell if it's a, if it's a school, we tell their alumni success stories and include those and aggregate those stories on their page. If it's a company, we tell their stories. Mm-hmm. We like to say we tell them better than a job description and we include, uh, so we, we include those stories on their page. That's wonderful. Thank you. Thank and you. So, yeah. And if anybody's interested, I am putting information and the link to Wingspan's down in the show notes. And uh, Lindsay, I want to thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. This is this is a wonderful opportunity, I think, for a lot of people and just for people to be able to delve in and take a look. So I'm, I'm really excited about the prospects for you. Thank, thank you. you. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. I want to thank Dr. Kuhn for showing up today. This was fascinating. Who knew? Who knew what went into these platforms? And to have such a personalized platform that you or I, as well as our students, as well as our children, we can look at this and we could start investigating careers. We could start investigating some better ideas of maybe some other things that we want to try in our own lives. And it's stories, so it's engaging. And we have the pros and the cons. We get the real story, not just something where we look at it and then we have to investigate it even further. This gives us something that we can hold on to and it gives us a better idea as far as what it is that we ourselves would really like to understand and know and we have, if we have more questions, then we know where we can go. And then we can also go into the colleges and the universities. We can also find out more about the tribal schools. We can find out more about more diverse learning. This gives us a better opportunity to know each other 
on a more what what would you call that it's a level of, another level of humanity rather than just a point and click it's a listening it's an understanding it's almost like having a conversation so i can go back and i can listen again and again and i can write out the questions so this makes me more informed so when i do call a college and i want to investigate the program I have more questions and I can get those answers. And they're growing. And that's what's so exciting about it. And so I wish her luck. And thank you all for joining today. And be sure to check down in the notes, go into the site. If you have questions for Lindsay, go ahead and click on the contact. And I'm sure she'll be happy to join you in a conversation. Thank you so much. And we will see you again next week. Bye-bye.